Business funding and planning can be a stressful part of running a business. If you're new to the business world or a seasoned owner looking for more resources to expand your enterprise, this episode's for you. I'm chatting with Tuesday Perkins from the Small Business Administration about the many ways they work to provide the best tools and opportunities anyone looking to start or grow a business. Stay tuned. You're listening to Triangle's Making Money Personal Podcast, where we engage in real talk about financial matters that affect our community. Today's episode is sponsored by Triangle Credit Union, recently voted best credit union in New Hampshire. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest, Tuesday Perkins, a lender relations specialist for the SBA. Welcome, Tuesday. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. Well, thank you so much for stopping by to join us uh, for this episode here, or rather me, since I'm doing this one solo, guys. <laughs> we just want to talk a little bit about your role at the SBA, what the SBA offers to small business owners and, and the like. So if you don't mind, I'll just start off with asking you, like, what's your experience at the SBA? Yeah. And what do you do for them? Yeah, so I've been with the SBA since 2020. I actually started in February of 2020. So that's a month before the pandemic. Oh, hit. man. So. So um, I had learned a lot by Firehose, um, and it, for those of you who aren't familiar with the PPP and Idle, oh, uh, those are the things that helped a lot of small businesses through those tough uh, COVID times. So I worked yeah. a lot with those programs for the first two-ish years uh, and learned quite a bit about um, SBA that way. Um, and then I started to get into the real loan programs. Um, I am a lender relations specialist, and what that actually means is I work with um, lenders, banks, credit unions, okay. alternative lenders, CDCs, uh, which is certified development companies, um, and I get to meet them in either in a location um, that they're at, or I can go and meet them in a lender roundtable or s certain things okay. like that. So um, I work with them with any questions that they have. Um, Work that walk them through the SOP, and that's a standard operating procedure, which can be, you know, a little daunting <laughs> at times. <laughs> so, did you have any experience in anything similar to the SBA before you joined, or? No. So I actually came from immigration. I used to work for Citizenship and Immigration oh, Services wow. as okay. a um, an officer. So I worked with helping people obtain their citizenship and legal permanent residency. So I've worked for the federal government for about 15 years, or actually going on 17 years now. Wow. Um, but no, the, it, nothing prepared me other than my master's in, in business. So <laughs> that was about it. And like you'd mentioned earlier, of all the times to get into this role, like 2020 is, yeah, was the one. By fire hose. <laughs> awesome. So how did you feel like when you when you started in that role? Like, did you were you drawn to business lending? Like, were you drawn to working with lenders and small businesses? Or was it just a... It was more I, I wanted to learn about small businesses. I have a, an MBA in leadership. Okay. Um, so I wanted to um, experience business again. Um, I had I had never really worked with businesses before. Uh, and the most experience I really had with lending was I worked in the mortgage department of a, a, a bank years ago. So I wanted to get into um, something a little less stressful than immigration <laughs> um, and work with small businesses and, and see how I can help them. So fantastic. And I'm assuming you're you're loving it, I right? Do, I yeah. Do. Four years well three three years later. Yeah. Three still going years. strong. Yeah, it's it's great and I've learned so much. So great. 
Awesome. The next thing I really want to ask about is uh, like what kinds of resources does the SBA provide? Are you I mean, I know you're in like the lending side of it. So you're working with the lenders. But like, how does that work to help the small businesses in the communities and particularly New Hampshire? Right. SBA has um, a variety of, of pieces, and we have a couple different areas. Uh, first, obviously, is the lending piece, which I am the most familiar with, our lending programs. Um, however, we have an area um, for business advising, which helps small businesses. We have resource partners. Um, we have their SCORE, SBDC, CWE, um, and the VBOC. Those are the, the biggest names that um, we work with, and they are who we call um, our resource partners. However, we work with um, the state of New Hampshire, BEA, their international trade office, their um, tourism office, APEX. So um, with all those uh, resources, what we do is we want to reach out to small businesses and show them all the resources and information and help that we have for them, which is why we go around the state and and conduct roundtables, outreach, networking programs, those types of things, um, so that we can inform them of all the things that they have available at their fingertips that for free yeah right right? here in new hampshire that's a those are a lot of resources too like you're just listing off those acronyms (laughs) and i'm kind of like oh my gosh there's another one there's another one there's another one like and with the federal government everything's are uh, acronyms right unfortunately (laughs) but they're i mean any of them are are available and found online um and can you know you can reach out to myself or um you know, Triangle Credit Union as well. I'm sure they'd be able to put you in contact with someone. Okay. So. Yeah, we do have a lot of like small business owners that do listen to this podcast. So, I mean, with all of those options available to them, like where would they start? Like, would they start with like the particular needs that they're dealing with like right now and then talk to someone at the SBA to kind of direct them towards a score or the v- VBOC, you yeah. said, or anything like that? Yeah, I would definitely say to reach out to either myself or one of the economic development people in our in, in the office because um, tell us what you need because then we're going to point you in the right direction. And what's great about our resource partners is you might walk in there thinking you need help with a business plan or your financials, but you walk out there, walk out thinking, oh my goodness, I can, I can get help with X, Y, and Z. Maybe, maybe you didn't think about your cash flow statement. Maybe you didn't think about uh, employees or health benefits, those types of things. And they can help you with those things. So it's it's beneficial, but I definitely say reach out to us. Um, We'll point you in the right direction and give you all the resources that you need. Cool. Yeah, I figured it would probably be helpful to have like one, di- like a, a single point of contact or someone Absolutely. to talk to first, because yeah. that that's a lot to deal with um, to to pick. I did notice too on the website that you also have this learning center on there on the SBA website. Yeah, so um, we have. If you scroll down through our our. our our particular website, which is www.sba.gov backslash New Hampshire, because it is a little bit different than the main website. Um, Mm. It's specific to New Hampshire. And if you're not from New Hampshire and you're from a different state, you can put the last, um, like for instance, if it's Mass, it would be MA or one of the other states in there. And it's state specific. So it'll bring you to, if you scroll down about halfway through the page, we have an events calendar. Um, So that's the other place that you can find uh, a lot of our learning tools and events that are going on, whether that's a um, funding expo like we held here just last month yep. or a um, outreach that we're doing. Um, we have one coming up in Rochester where we're 
offering to small businesses to learn about longevity. So there's always something going on and just need to check that calendar at least once a week because it's added very frequently. And our partners add to it. So for SBDC, CWE, and the VBOC, they are able to add the events. So we put our our events on there, but then they add theirs as well. So, and that's any trainings on there. That's super helpful. And most of these are free, I'm assuming? They're, They're Almost all of them are free. Um, I think that there are there might be a couple a couple that are based on like a sliding scale, but very infrequently are we seeing that. Um, most of it is free and confidential business advising. So very very cool. Wow, so many resources. <laughs> yeah. so many resources. And I definitely say like because we have so many partners, take advantage of them all. Don't just mm-hmm. stick with one. So you might find that you have a business advisor that work, you work well with for your cash flow statements, but then you're thinking, oh, I really wanna do some marketing. Maybe one of the other resource partners have someone who might be a little bit more beneficial for marketing. So use them all, use them all at once, use them <laughs> at different times. They all have a variety of different um, topics that they can help with. Very cool. Well, that's business resources. Let's go into lending and funding for small businesses. So like, how does the SBA help with providing funding for businesses? Is it coming through the SBA or you work with lending partners, right? Yeah. So that's the, there's a misnomer when it comes to funding with the SBA. SBA does not do any direct lending caveat other than if it's an if it's a disaster. So that's the only time that the SBA is going to provide direct funding. Um, Prime example, when we went through COVID, we did what was called the EIDL, which is the Economic Injury Develop uh, Disaster Loan, my apologies. Um, that is directly through the SBA. And hmm. that is the only time we offer direct lending. So if there's a small business that's looking for lending for working capital or real estate or anything that for their for their small business what they're going to want to do is go to their their bank credit union or something like that and start there um they their lender will help them work through which type of loan they should get um i definitely recommend and and one of the things that um was a kind of a home run at our funding expo just last month was to find out interview the lenders don't just go with the first one that you meet don't just shop rates shop for the lender the relationship make sure Mm -hmm. that you feel comfortable with who you're talking with know that you can walk in and talk to that person at any time Um, good point (laughs) yeah we saw a lot of that during covid um people not being able to get in touch with their lending partner Mm -hmm. granted all of our banks and credit unions were super super busy yeah but you want to be able to pick up the phone and get in touch with that person so um a personal relationship or you know that personal touch is very very important Mm. and and i do highly recommend it i can see why um at that lending expo that you did uh a month or so ago uh how valuable it is to have all those lenders in one place so if you are a business owner you can do all that at one spot you don't have to travel around to different locations like so anyone listening to this you know hit up any of those those um expos that they have coming around and you can meet a bunch of different lenders absolutely and we're looking to do one every um every couple months in in different parts of the state so you know stay tuned look at the website um speak with triangle or your your other one of your other lenders whoever you're working with because they should know what's going on cool 
So one thing I do know is that um, Triangle is considered an SBA preferred lender, correct? Can you explain a little bit about what a preferred lender is? Yes. So um, a preferred lender is someone who gets to make the decision um, on behalf of SBA, basically. They get to, um, they don't have to submit it to our service center. They can look at the documents that they're receiving and make a decision based on their own policies and, and procedures while following the guidelines of SBA. So it, it's beneficial because it, it goes faster. You get a decision faster, approval, denial, whatever the case may be, or needing more documentation. Um, and and then there's no waiting. You get to talk to that lender throughout the entire process. That's awesome. Yeah. Has that, how long has that program been going for? Has that just been? It's been quite a while. Yeah. Quite a while. Um, I actually was just looking up the requirements today. So, yeah, it's been around for <laughs> What are the requirements for that? Um, so the, the bank or credit union, they, they have to have done 10 loans within a 24-month period, and they have to be satisfactory loans. They can't just be, you know, ones that don't hold up, but they need to be able to meet all the SBA guidelines. Very cool. Awesome. Um, do you know of any like examples of success stories that you have of any businesses that got involved with with lending, whether it was through some of your lending partners or anything like that? Like any small businesses that were able to use those funds to grow or yeah. utilize their so, tools? I mean, there's so many. Um, every year, right now, we have 300 different possibilities that I could choose Whoa. from just this year. <laughs> oh, man. Just this year. Um, but um, a prime example, because, you know, we're... We're both young and, you know, whatever. There's breweries, you know. Uh, yes. and breweries are a huge hit right now. Yes. Um, a lot of lending partners don't necessarily feel comfortable because there's not a lot of collateral that goes along mm. with breweries. I mean, what's a bank yeah. going to do with the big metal piece of equipment to, to brew, you know, some beer in? Good point, yeah. So when a bank or a credit union doesn't feel confident in maybe the collateral that, that the bank or the, the borrower has, they can get an SBA loan but, um, backing it. So um, one of them was a, a brewery that we uh, we financed, and they actually worked with one of our resource partners. So um, they went through the entire process. They help, They went to the resource partner. They built their business plan. They were able to go to the lender and get the um, the the funds that they needed to wow. create that uh, brewery that they wow. had been dreaming about for years. <laughs> and breweries, like you said, are huge. So it's yeah. a it's like I can see that how that could be extra stressful on their part because it's like not only is there like a lot of competition in the market at that point, but it's like, am I going to get the funding that I need to start this? Because that's the next struggle. Yep. So wow, that's that's good to know. Okay, (laughs) breweries. Any other any other businesses like that out there that you're seeing? Um. So there's 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 lots of them. Um, there was one. Um, and I don't know what the status is just yet, but there's a frisbee throwing business. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it just, if, if someone has a dream or a goal, you know, it, you can't say that it won't work. Right. Um, because there's a possibility that it might really boom. Yeah. So I don't know the status of it yet, but I know that they were looking into an SBA loan. Um, so, wow. you know, there's, I, but it, it's ever, everything from restaurants to retail to um, all kinds of different businesses. I just, I, transportation. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so. I can imagine, like, going back to the frisbee throwing thing, like, if you have a good plan and you have a good, if you have everything in line and you know what kind of business you're going to do and you can show yourself, you know, competent at it, I 
don't see why not, right? right. right. <laughs> like, as long as you're having it put together properly, yep. Yep. you can have your frisbee throwing <laughs> you business. Can, you like can have anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, at this point, we'll just take a quick break um, just to hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Perfect. Whether you currently own a small business or are thinking about launching one, we can take your business to the next level. At Triangle Credit Union, we have all the tools you need to help your business grow. We offer an array of deposit products and a variety of lending options, along with merchant and payroll services to simplify your finances. At Triangle Credit Union, serving our community is our business. Visit trianglecu.org for more information. And we're back. So we're talking with Tuesday Perkins from the SBA about lending and and businesses. So what would you say to people who are considering starting their own business, but they might be a little intimidated? I'd say first, uh, do your homework. Make sure that the business that you're looking to go into is viable, it, it's wanted, and it, it, it'll be sustainable. Those mm. are the, the things that um, first come to mind. But um, make sure you have a business plan. Mm. You know, see one yeah. of those um, resource partners. Business plan is key. No lender is going to they're not going to give you money unless you have a business plan and you have like an I something in in writing. Yeah. Uh, where you're going to go in the future, it, it's super important. Um, and as I said before, like making sure you interview lending partners that is huge. Um, feeling confident that you chose the right one, being comfortable with them, and and being able to speak with them. Um, you know, like, yeah. hey, this is what I'm going through, you know, feel comfortable with being able to just um, connect with them. Yeah. yeah. I could see how that would be critical, too, because you want to be able to get in contact if you need them. And you want to know that they're going to be responsive, too, Absolutely. because there has to be a mutual expectation there yeah. where they're, you know, they're available for you, but you're also aware of what they can provide, too. Absolutely. And and another another piece of that is if you're confident with your your lending partner, they're, you're going to feel comfortable enough when they say to you, it's just not reasonable mm, right now. Right. Um, like, for instance, if you have a term loan and okay, it's working out, but then you're, you decide, I want a lot of credit to, you know, expand in, in some way, shape, or form, and they just say to you, yeah, right now might not be the best time. Why don't you think about it? Hmm. Um, com- comfortability is huge. Yeah. You know, knowing, um, knowing, staying in your parameters, don't, um, don't go outside of necessarily, like, overspending, and, yeah. and knowing that your lender is going to, you know, say to you, hey, is this really a good idea right now? So those are the things yeah. that I would recommend. Because they're also there to advise in a way too, right? Absolutely. And if you trust them, it's like it comes down to trust, yeah. right? Yeah. Then you can accept those answers that exactly. maybe if you don't trust them, you'd be like, well, why are you telling me this? Yeah. Because you're just trying to get more money out of me, you know, like, or or vice versa. So yeah. that's, a, that's a key, key point. Um, I want to go back to the whole business plan thing. So Absolutely. when I think of like starting a business plan, it seems like a daunting, daunting task. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how would you like recommend people like start that? So first and foremost, I would say do not Google business plans. Okay. <laughs> Reason being is um, they give you such a very um, minimal 
or a very, very minimalistic mm. business plan, just key points. And a business plan, it, it needs to be, it needs to be a living document. It needs to be a mm. part of your business. So I really do advise people to make sure they see a business advisor, one of our resource partners, one of the economic development companies, um, any of those people, um, because what they're going to do is make sure that everything is in there. For instance, I guarantee you that no one had in their business plan COVID, you know, you know, a natural disaster. Or, you know, when you think about it, what happens if um, it is a, a, you're a sole proprietor and you're, you're the only one running the business. Mm -hmm. What happens if you get sick Mm, or you're a sole proprietor and you have three employees who's going to maintain the company? So those are the type of things that business plan truly is a living document and it should be updated every year, couple years, um, not only for for money purposes but for your business it yeah. it really is helpful god forbid something horrible happen or making sure that you are looking at that business plan because you're growing all of a sudden you're looking at yeah. this thinking okay th- i'm using x y and z for my supplies but i'm outgrowing them making sure you have a, an yeah. alternative you know that business plan and and the business advisors are really going to help with that and i i can give a huge plug to score they have um a they have developed this model that actually walks you through um doing um, certain pieces of a business plan and then when you're done you have a beautiful business plan that any lender wants to see wow so So they kind of help you tackle it piece by piece without looking at the entire project in one sitting yes yeah now what does score stand for again if you don't mind me asking so score actually doesn't stand for it it is score okay they're just mentors they're volunteers um who met who um volunteer their time to um, provide business advising, free business advising. And they're usually experienced either having run their own businesses or, yeah, so they're drawing on their knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. And they're fantastic. All of our, all of our resources are so. Fantastic. That's really, really cool. Um, What about people who, now is SCORE the place that someone would go to if they were, say, they had an idea for a business, but they weren't really sure if it was viable. I guess this would be like market research yeah. territory. Yeah. Can you go to SCORE for stuff like that too? Or the SBA? You can. Um, and I would re- I definitely recommend going to one of the business advisors, the resource partners, yeah. um, because in reality, they're seeing what types of businesses are viable, what types of businesses are just dreams. And they're going to be yeah. able to tell you that really probably should just stay a hobby. Yeah. You know, um, there are people out there who, you know, they have fantastic hobbies and they love doing it and they make a little bit of money here and there. Um, but your business advisor is going to be the one that's going to tell you, let's just keep it a hobby or this is a fantastic idea. Let's move it into an actual business. Yeah. So I think I feel like there's a um, and maybe you've seen this, too. There's a growing trend among people probably my age or a little older who are like branching into their own businesses like there's this big trend on the internet of be an entrepreneur starting your own business you know and and I see a lot of people um kind of like shouting that but then others are kind of rebutting it saying just be careful because like just because you feel like you can be a business owner doesn't mean you're necessarily aware of all of the things that need to either be in place or the responsibilities that you then have to do and then back to that whole concept of like just because you think you have a good idea doesn't necessarily mean (laughs) absolutely it's gonna work in a business sense yeah and just um I hate to bring up COVID again but um we saw the biggest boom in um people opening their own businesses 
businesses during COVID because they realized, I don't want to work for someone or I want to start this up. Now, many of them have been extremely successful and and, and kudos to them. Yeah. Um, But that's we're seeing a huge uptick in business, you know, openings and and businesses trying to um, either startups or people that are purchasing from people who are retiring. So yeah, those that's are, true too. Yeah, there's been a huge uptick over the past three years um, because the, the baby boomers are retiring. They want to get out of working every day. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that kind of brought up another question in my head about someone who might be interested in purchasing a business as opposed mm-hmm. to starting one on their own. Yeah. Are there resources that are provided for that as well? Absolutely. So SBA offers loans um, for that as well, Um, whether it's purchasing the entire business or purchasing, um, they actually just made a change in our requirements. You can actually purchase into a business. So you can be a partial business owner, whereas previously you had to be be buying the whole business as in itself. Um, but now you can buy into it. So it, that would be great huh. for maybe an employee who's looking to buy into the business that they're currently working in or um, someone who's looking to buy out another partner that's allowed now. Um, so Business ownership changes are, are actually a pretty big thing that we, we work with very frequently. And again, I, I can't give enough um, shout outs to our, our business partners, um, all our resource partners. They they really would be able to walk you through every single step of, of how to wow. how to do that from even what price to suggest for a purchase price, um, whether it's just the business or the actual building or yeah. assets, they can you know go into all that, um, offer advice on appraisals and stuff like that, stuff like that. So wow. Hmm. So anybody who's interested in uh, yeah. purchasing a business yeah, or even part of a business, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they can do that too. Okay, so um, one of the final questions that I have at this point is like, what are the types of networking opportunities? I know you mentioned some prior, yeah. but maybe there's there's more or, or ones that you guys are thinking or excited to start yeah. um, coming up. I do recommend going to our website and checking out those um, the events on there because that's why we post them. Yeah. Um, sometimes we'll post them um, through our partners. Um, you can check with your local economic development um our uh, town law officials, those type of people, as long as you're connected with them, um, they will list the events that we have going on. Check out, make sure you check out our events on our, our webpage, um, which is the sba.gov backslash New Hampshire. So great. Um, that's about halfway down. Yeah, we'll link to that in the show notes so people can easily access that. Absolutely. Um, I did have another question about like particularly up north in northern New Hampshire, right? It's a little sparse up there. Like there's not a lot in terms of, you know, residences and all that. Yeah. Um, does the SBA, are they, like how do you take that into consideration when you're doing events and things like that? Like areas where there might not be a ton of businesses. Do you see something starting to grow or? Yeah, so I can say that the North Country has done a um, an amazing job with trying to pull in businesses and uh, people moving up there. Um, they've done a lot with tourism. So that mm. is a huge thing right now in the North Country. Yeah. Um, and what we try to do is go up there and really understand what they're experiencing and going through. And a very big part of the North Country is exporting. And, I, and I'd be remiss if I didn't really? mention that. Yeah, so they're so close to the Canadian border. Uh, there's many businesses up there um, in northern New Hampshire 
nature that can actually export um, items, services into Canada. Um, and it can be direct or indirect. So, okay. or I mean, even if you're in Southern New Hampshire, you can export to any country. Um, and SBA does have many programs around exporting, uh, including loan programs. Okay. So we do highly recommend, you know, checking that out. And we work very closely with um, the state of New Hampshire BEA, their international trade office, and um, the office of uh, the Department of Commerce, which is another U.S. government agency. Um, and, and we work very closely with them and for grants and other types of exporting um, things that are happening. So, yeah. so we, we do understand that um, the North Country is it's a little bit sparse up there. So we, we, we have an expectation that maybe the, um, the amount of people that are going to show up are probably not what we see in the southern New Hampshire yeah. parts. But we definitely will continue to promote it. We encourage everyone from around the state to attend um, and, and take advantage of every possibility because something that you hear in Nashua is not going to be what you hear in Portsmouth or Colebrook or Tilton. Right. So. But your resources are applicable to anybody Absolutely. in any location. Absolutely. And I never considered the exporting thing. Yeah. That is, that's very interesting because it, it does make perfect sense. I mean, they're right there on the border. They are. They are. But I mean, that's that's a critical resource as well. It's a critical Yeah, and it's um, a huge um, part for small businesses who have items that they sell right here in the United States. It could be something that would be a very hot commodity, Canada, Mexico, um, yeah. overseas somewhere. Uh, but we have great partners right right north of us and south of us that purchase quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. So I would think too with like the internet and like online businesses and online shipping, exporting is yeah. is, is very important. I know um, I have some friends who have like their small little Shopify's and stuff like yeah. that. And there's always, you know, things in there about exporting. You know, you have to have certain things selected, but you also, I'm assuming you need to have that all set up else like in your business structure too right like you can't just well you can just start yeah you you can can just start you can just start selling Uh, and the SBA does have certain requirements in regards to um, how much exporting you do when it comes to exporting loans Um, so there are requirements that that do pertain to that Um, however to get into exporting it's it's really it's only as hard as you're going to make it, you know. Um, think about maple syrup. New Hampshire has is a huge maple syrup um, provider. They they sell that all around the world. It's yeah. not just here in New Hampshire or across the country. Um, we sell wow. all over the place. And just um, again, indirect and direct tourism is a huge indirect piece right. of exporting so there is that so keep that in mind cool. when you're ta- thinking about uh, expanding yeah the the resources are there for you absolutely. <laughs> so tuesday if anyone wants to get in touch with you where would you send them absolutely so um i can you can send me an email at tuesday.perkins at sba.gov or you can call me at 603-225-1404 Great. That's it. Everyone's got your number now. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> prepare for phone calls. Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I am going to just segue into our last and final section. This is just a fun session of Absolutely. the podcast. We call this our rapid fire. Okay. So it's just a, a chance for us to get to know a little bit about you. Okay. What I'm going to do is ask you 10 this or that questions. And all you do is you just respond with the first one that comes to your mind, okay. whether it's your preference or not. Okay. So the first one, movies or TV? Movies. Coffee or tea? Flip-flops or sneakers? Flip-flops. Sunrise or sunset? Oh, that's a hard one. Sunrise. Dogs or cats? Dogs. 
A cruise or a resort? Cruise. Oh. Beach or lake? Beach. Hiking or biking? Hiking. Sweets or salty food? Sweets. And vacation or staycation? Vacation. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, that pretty much covers up all of our questions. Is there anything else that you wanted to share um, in terms of thoughts for our listeners? Um, No, just um, if you have an idea, reach out. Um, the SBA has so many resources. Make sure you check out our website. There's a lot of information on there. Um, I know we talked about le- uh, a lot more, more about lending and resource partners. We have other other um, programs. We have a government contracting program that is oh. um, getting you know a lot more um, traction here in New Hampshire. Uh, so if you're a small business and you're looking to sell to the government, that is where you want to be. Um, okay. We there were like one of the biggest purchasers in the world. So um, just check out our website. It, that is the the place you should start, and then. Um, or give me a call or an email and I'll answer any questions. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us Tuesday. Thank you. That wraps up this episode of the Making Money Personal Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's show, we would love to hear from you. Email your thoughts about this show or any other ideas at tcupodcast at trianglecu.org. Thank you to all of our subscribers. And if you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any new episodes or money tips. Thank you for listening and have a great day.